Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's Dave. Uh, I'm Dave. Yes, that's how you start a show like this, I guess. Uh, I'm Dave, and this is The Good Work Live. It's a live uh, show that we do on Facebook every Wednesday night at 6.45. So you may be logging in right now to watch it, or you may be uh, watching this later on Facebook, or you might be listening to this as a part of our podcast. Uh, because we just started uh, our first of what I think will be a few podcasts. Uh, you can find it, uh, I believe, on SoundCloud or in iTunes. Uh, just look for the good work, I believe. I'm not checking any of the details right now, so I'm not 100% sure. Anyways, we'll figure it out. Uh, we do have it there. Anyways, uh, if you're listening and you're not watching, uh, do check out thegoodwork.org, and uh, you can learn more about our project there. Or you can find us on Facebook or on Instagram and all that good, good, good stuff. Cool. So, uh, if you tuned in to last week's Facebook Live, you probably realized it didn't exist. And I apologize. Uh, I was in Tucson last week uh, with a bunch of my colleagues and we were at a conference and then I was at dinner with them and dinner kept going and just time slipped away so uh, I hope you had a great week last week uh, I hope uh, things are going well for you uh, but thanks for uh, checking back in I appreciate it I want to let you know right now we are about two-thirds of the way through a new kindness project that was brought to our attention about two weeks ago uh, uh, one of our community members uh, Ashley let us know that her dad had a co-worker who was about to uh, take uh, custody, to take uh, 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 care of six of her nephews and nieces, and that this young woman needed uh, some help. She needed a helping hand, and you guys stepped up so big at Christmas. As soon as we heard this, we knew that this would be something that you would just kill it on again. And guess what? you have uh we've raised hundreds of dollars we're going to be able to buy these kids new mattresses uh there's clothes school supplies sporting supplies toys books coming in uh bedding uh a, a car seat uh, for the small one uh you guys have just really stepped up uh there are a couple more days so uh more school supplies more books toys stuff like that if you want to donate you can go to the good work dot org slash support and you can tag your gift as angel fund and all of the money that you give uh, will go directly to this family and we are hoping to do a final delivery of everything uh, before March 12th uh, uh, when uh, the uh, the kids will arrive at their new home so that's probably one of the big things that I wanted to let you know about tonight. Uh, thank you if you were able to give or if you shared this uh, effort with someone who was able to give or even if you couldn't give this time but you wanted to and you're going to stick around because you know you can give in the future. Man, awesome and thank you. Uh, this is this is the, the fun part of what I get to do is to rally uh, awesome human beings like you guys together to do some just genuine neighborly good human kindness and compassion type stuff so uh, I am just so grateful for that um, yeah 
it's just that's that's the good stuff man that's the blah, that's the good stuff um you may have seen if especially if you're in the phoenix area uh that we've cut back on some of the the group meetings that we're doing we're not getting rid of them we're just trying some different things while on their spring while we we're in the springtime and one of those things uh are dinners that we are hosting at, at our place here at the at the, at the condo in Old Town Scottsdale. Uh, and I would love to have you over for dinner. Uh, what, I'm, uh, what I'm trying to do is, is get uh, a couple of new households together who may not know each other, but who I think have like common interests or a cool common bond or a common story. And let's just get together and have dinner and see what comes from it. So um, if you are interested, and I haven't already asked you, and I'm trying to get around to the list and ask everyone, but if you haven't heard from me and you were like, this sounds like a great idea, please reach out to me uh, so I can get you on the list faster. We're going to try to do this in March and April and see what we can do with it. Uh, we had our first one this week. Amazing dinner. So uh, look forward to, to the ones coming up in the next two or three weeks. And I'd love for you to come. So uh, you can, uh, you can uh, message me here on this group page. You can direct message me. You can email me, dave at thegoodwork.org. All those different ways. So uh, if you're interested in dinner, I would love to cook for you. I'd love to have you over and let's uh, have some good food and uh, a great time together. Cool? Yeah. Okay. So uh, tonight, uh, I uh, I don't know. How was your week? You having a good week? I just sent off my taxes finally. Not, not to the government. Uh, you never get done that early. But I sent it off, all my paperwork and stuff to my accountant and uh like that's always like as much as like i'm like i'm worried i don't want to get that paper back from my accountant that says you owe twenty five hundred dollars this year i don't want that but at the same time that pales in comparison to just the stress of getting it done with like handing over all the documents and filling out all the forms and i just i'd rather know I guess that's my thing. So, so I'm glad to have that done. That was kind of a big thing on my plate that I got done this week. I, you know, I'd love to hear maybe in the comments something that you've gotten uh, accomplished or something that, that you've gotten done. Uh, that's uh, I'm I'm always interested to hear in like those little achievement markers that we cross. I think those are cool things to celebrate. So, uh, yeah, put down in the comments here uh, what you uh, something you knocked out this week that you want to do or something that you achieved or something new that you're doing share that's cool that's like that's the that's that's the kind of stuff i love seeing too so uh i hope i hope your week is has been productive uh i uh wednesday nights yeah it's like it is it's like the middle of the week and i'm like man how much more do i have to do uh how much more is, how many things do i get to do versus things i gotta do yeah so i thought tonight's a good night to you know think about what I got done this week. I don't know. Maybe you did some cool stuff too. I'd love to hear about it. So uh, I do, I want to, my keys are on my denim and they kept jangling. Sorry about that. So, um, yep. I just looked at the comments and I sure shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so, so tonight, uh, I do want to tell you a story that has been meaningful to me for a couple of years, and I've told it 
sometime within the past five years in a public space, so there's an outside chance you've heard this. But uh, I'm putting a, a video up in the, in the comments. I'd, I'd love for you to check it out later. It kind of gives uh, more detail about what I'm going to uh, talk to you about tonight. Uh, so there was a, a Japanese artist, and his name was uh, Akasegawa Genpai. And he was an art teacher at one of the universities in Tokyo. And he was working with his art students, and they were learning the history of art, and they were learning modern art, and all this, all you know, the whole spectrum of art. Uh, and as the story was told to me, uh, he was walking through the city one day, and he saw a set of stairs, uh, an outdoor set of stairs, six or seven steps, that led up a wall. And you would think, okay, well, the staircase goes to a door, the door goes to the building, etc., etc. This staircase led to a sealed window, and not a floor, a floor to, to you know, door, doorway size window, like a regular window that's up four feet off of the wall height. And he saw this staircase and he was just bewildered by it. He was like, what, who creates a staircase for a window? I mean, this was a full fledged, this wasn't just rocks. This was concrete. It had obviously been measured out and, and, you know, put together evenly and with intent and purpose. And it had a rail on it too. And he was just really flummoxed. He was like, I, I don't understand why this is here. But he, he let it go. And over time, he kept crossing its path. But one day, he crosses it and he realized, well, the staircase that doesn't go anywhere, the staircase that doesn't go anywhere, just the railing just broke. But somebody, obviously from the city, came in and repaired the rail on the staircase that went to nowhere. And this just blew him away. But what it did for him is that it began to open his eyesight to lots of other pieces of architecture, of, of intentional building where there was a pipe or a barrier or a wall or a door or a staircase or a gutter that wasn't connected to anything that made it a practical piece of the landscape. So the gutter might be sealed up. The door might open to a wall. The bar might just be sitting there on the middle of the sidewalk doing absolutely nothing. He found all these pieces and he just began to be really intrigued by them. Because as he watched them, he watched them being tended to and cared for and maintained and swept out and painted and so he took this eventually to his art students right and he's like I think I found a new art and he started calling it hyper art because it was like this art that didn't have any real boundaries it exceeded kind of the normal standards for art because it had it had no functionality it had it had like absolutely no purpose for being there uh, he could not in any discernible way understand why that staircase was there or why that post was there or why that, that ring was hanging off of that wall. Maybe you've seen stuff like that as you've walked around in a city and you're like, I have no idea what that's for. And obviously no one else has ever used that. But for some reason, 
the municipality is keeping it up to whatever code they have. So he had this idea for this, this hyper art that he was discovering. And so he and his students dis, uh, uh, decided to create two rules about this type of art. Number one, it had to be truly and completely useless. Like, yeah, you could walk up those stairs he saw at first, but to what end? Only to turn around and walk back down them. They had no real purpose. So that was number one. And number two was, were they regularly maintained? Were they cared for? Was time and effort and budget spent on making sure they stayed in some kind of good uh, state, usable state, even as useless as they were? And they began to go around and they took their cameras out or they took their sketch pads and they drew and they took photos and they compiled all over the city. And as they began to travel all over the world, these pieces of hyper art, these non-functional pieces of the city landscape that were continued to be maintained. Uh, eventually, he decided hyper art was too general of a term and it didn't really describe uh, what he was experiencing he and his students were experiencing so they named this type of art Thomason now the video will tell you uh, in the in the comments the video will tell you why it's Thomason but I it's gosh it's such a great reason I hope you do I'm not gonna tell you I hope you watch that video it's real short like three or four minutes um, I hope and if you're listening on the podcast Bummer, man. Look up uh, Thomas and Hyper Art on YouTube, and you'll be able to link to it right away. It's the same video. So I'm learning that there's this new medium that we're trying to integrate, and I have to think, oh, it's also non-visual. Cool. That's, oh, I'm going to miss it sometimes, guys. So I'm sorry. Anyways, Thomason, this non-functioning, non-practical art, he was, uh, uh, Genpai was so... Uh, amused and enthralled by it because this type of art goes every goes against every type of like Western idea of capitalism. Why would you waste money on something that's non-functioning? Why would you waste city tax dollars on repainting a post that's just sticking out of the concrete that's not connected to anything else? Or why would you have your street cleaners go in and clean out this little gutter well that has no purpose at all because it was sealed up as soon as it was made, it looked. Anyways, look it up. Thomason Art. Uh, Gen Genpai created a book uh, that you can actually order. Uh, it's been on my wish list forever. It's, it's amazing. I think it's beautiful. Uh, urban photography. Uh, you can find it in Phoenix. I found it in Scottsdale. I found it in Tucson last week. I found it in LA. I found it in San Diego and San Francisco. Every city you go to, you can find it. That being said, why did I just tell you this story about this useless urban art that this guy found? I love this story because of the way that the original artist, the discoverer of this art, um, was so amused after he began to take notice of this, these useless pieces, these useless forms that were all around him. And he began to look more closely. And the more he looked closely, the more of those pieces he saw. Which relate to me in this way. There are things in my life that I maintain 
that I spend energy and time and money on that have absolutely no purpose. They are my very own Thomas and Art in my life. Um, they are things that literally are there to take up time. And if I am not careful, I won't notice them. And I will continue to feed into that system of maintaining these things that do absolutely nothing for me in my life. But if I become disciplined and if I become a little more aware of what's going on, if I take my time seriously in my week, if I, uh, if I realize that my time is on a budget, my, my emotional gasoline tank's on a budget, my actual finances are on a budget, then I have to look at these pieces in my life and say, is there value there? I love what they did. I love how he took his students out and they all discovered these pieces of useless functioning or these non-functioning useless pieces uh, all over the city. Uh, I think one of the cool things about what we're doing in this community is we are kind of opening our hands up to each other and saying, hey, here's what's in my life. And I'm saying, here's what's in mine. And we're not saying, oh my gosh, you have to fix that and you have to fix that. But in me opening kind of my life to you all and you all opening your life to me, we can reflect on our own stories and say, you know what? We're talking a lot about purpose and compassion and kindness and community. And I'm spending a whole lot of time on maintaining a relationship that maybe it's a relationship that's destructive. Maybe it is a, a job that you absolutely dread going to. Uh, maybe it is, maybe it's a habit or an addiction that you feed, uh, not because it does anything for you anymore, but because it's just always been there. I think about those things, and I'm grateful then that we have a place like this where our community is kind of like Genpai and his students, where we can walk around and observe ourselves and our own surroundings and say, man, is there any functionality in this thing that I'm a part of? Is there any purpose for why I'm doing this? And then you and I, as equal members in this community, have the authority and the power in our own lives to say, that's not for me anymore. Or, you know what? I'm going to maintain that. But I'm going to be conscious of my maintaining it. And I'm not going to let it tell me uh, what its maintenance is. I'm still going to be in charge of it. I'm not saying get rid of, like, I, I need to get rid of every stupid, useless thing in my life. I play video games. There's not... A reward for me playing those things but I play them because I it's fun uh, you may have something else it, again it could be a, a plethora of different things that I don't need to run down a list for you but you and I we all have these pieces of Thomas and art in our life and I would encourage you as we kind of share these experiences and as we experiment with how to like do an authentic, really genuine community together that's not tied by dogma or tied by some adherence to codes or, you know, whatever, whatever. We're actually trying to create like, oh, I'm a human, you're a human, let's be awesome to each other and see what happens next kind of thing. Allow yourself the freedom to not be tied down uh, by the non-functional art in your life. Does that make sense? I hope it does because... Um, Every once in a while, I'll come back to this story, and I just, I love it so much. 
Uh, I hope I did it uh, decent justice tonight. I don't know. Uh, leave me your feedback. Have you heard the story before? Are you familiar with Genpai and, and Thomas and HyperArt? Uh, let me know. Um, anyways, uh, thegoodwork.org. Uh, check it out. Hey, if this was cool and this wasn't like the worst 20 minutes of, of your week, would you share this video? Um, word of mouth is, is the way that we're going to get uh, people... Uh, to find out about this project, to find out about what we're doing. And if you know someone specifically who might be interested in hearing about what we're doing, I would love to buy them coffee, beer, whatever their thing is, uh, margarita, whatever. Let me. So please introduce me. Uh, shoot me uh, an email. Tell me you've got a friend, and let's figure out a way to all meet each other and hang out. I would love to do that. Okay. That's all I got tonight. Uh, take care of yourselves. Uh, I am just so grateful for y'all. Um, take it easy. I will see you. I'll see you later. Bye.